joining me on the faith conference faith conference and i am so excited to meet you today because it's been awesome all these weeks all these i mean days of the week and yesterday we said so many things on monday we shared so many things today we are still going to continue god bless you for joining me bless you bless you you i am a little bit late but the gospel must still go amen the gospel must still go so thank you for joining me bless you for joining and oh bless you bless you bless you everybody thank you for being part of what god wants to do today thank you for joining us thank you for joining us share the video with somebody share the video with somebody and be a blessing be a blessing be a blessing like i said yesterday today we are going to look at faith in the context of the four gospels because we already established the fact yesterday that faith doesn't mean everything everywhere bless you my my father richmond kwanza i'm so excited to see you god bless you for joining god bless you for joining me god bless you bless you everybody bless you bless you bless you bless you thank you for being part of us today today it's actually going to be an interesting topic understanding faith in the four gospels like i said yesterday you know we we looked at uh, faith in the old testament old testament we look at how the operation of faith was in the old testament and then we said that today we are going to continue with understanding faith in the four gospels then we also look at faith in christ jesus because that is the topic for this week faith in christ jesus then we will look at faith in the epistles because we already established the fact that the word faith is used in the scriptures in i mean in in most of the books of the bible but they don't mean the same thing but we said that it is the context of the of the passage or is the context that is being used that defines what faith actually means so it is very very important today is going to be you know but i need somebody to be reading my scriptures for me so if if i can get somebody to you know if i read the scripture you can just put it there for me yeah that will help me that will help me i don't want to do a recap today because of time but you know i, I don't know why i cannot stop doing recaps when i when i'm teaching i don't know why but i think it also helps in understanding because we, we build up each day we build up each day we build up each day so today i'm talking about understanding faith in the four gospels understanding faith in the four gospels so it is very important from monday i'm just going to summarize everything from monday we looked at faith and we like we said that faith is defined in the context where the word is used and we saw that faith is used several times in the bible and it doesn't always refer to the same thing it's all it what what faith means is what the word is being used in the context and then we said that we saw so many you know meanings of faith in the bible and we said number one faith is seen as a ministry faith is seen as a ministry we established the fact robert bless you for joining me minister robert god bless you we established the fact that we, uh, 
faith is not only a tool to get something faith is not only a tool to get something faith you know for 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 car faith for this faith for that that is not all what faith is about to some people that is all faith is about i need faith to move god i need faith to do this yo how i wish i can get a great faith i can move you know that is not all what faith is about faith is also a ministry faith is also a ministry and we saw in the Bible yesterday, we saw that faith is also used as a ministry. We saw in the Bible on Monday, we saw in the Bible yesterday. And we, we discovered from the scriptures, you know, let me just give a, a short, you know, recap for the purpose of those joining today. For the purpose of those joining today. So we said, first of all, faith could be seen as a ministry before it becomes anything else. We said that yesterday on Monday then we also establish the fact that faith can be seen as a doctrine now how do we say faith can be seen as a ministry bless you apostle michael bless you for joining me why do we say faith is a ministry we saw from the scriptures that uh the bible said unto each of us is given the measure of faith the measure of faith and we said that the word faith there is the context that is going to help us understand what it means by the measure of faith so we read from the scriptures and we understood that the word measure is from the greek word metron and metron means portion so each of us is given a portion or a, a, a measure of faith and we said in the context where the apostle used that word, he was talking about the responsibilities or the functions of the body of Christ, where God has given each person a function or a ministry to play. And so he went further in Ephesians 4 and he mentioned or highlighted those ministries. He gave some apostles, some pastors and teachers and evangelists and prophets for the perfecting of the saints to do the work of ministry. So faith is seen as a ministry faith is seen as a ministry that was so clear from the scriptures so when the bible say unto each of us is given the measure of faith he was talking about the responsibilities that has been you know because we said jesus is the head of the church and we are his body and we being his body we comprises the parts of jesus christ so we are the parts of jesus's body so he has given each of us the measure of that ministry that he has you know assigned us to accomplish on earth so faith is first of all but before we even said faith is a ministry we said faith is first of all a person faith is first of all a person before it becomes anything else because jesus is the one that gives evidence to all these things we talk about we looked at grace we said that grace is a person referring to jesus christ because the bible said let us come boldly to the throne of grace which means grace has a throne which means grace is a person so we said to come to the throne of grace means grace is a person and we said that person is jesus christ titus 2 11 helped us to understand further the titus 2 11 said that the grace of god has appeared to all men grace is a person we said in the same way peace is also a person we looked at ephesians chapter you know 3 11 the bible says for he is our peace who has broken down the middle wall of petition so jesus gives substance to all these things likewise the subject of faith galatians 3 23 the bible says that after faith came after faith came 
after faith came we are no longer under the schoolmaster referring to the fact that faith is a person jesus substantiates you know jesus is the embodiment of faith so you can't talk about faith outside jesus you cannot talk about faith outside jesus jesus is the one that gives substance to faith bless you kelvin bless you my brother god bless you for joining yeah so faith is a person of jesus then we went on to look at the fact that faith is also a ministry i already established that then we also saw faith as a doctrine faith is a doctrine the word doctrine is didascalia which means teaching or explanation so to some people when we talk about doctrine you are talking about rules and regulations but that is not the meaning of doctrine the word doctrine means teaching or explanation and, you know, like I was sharing, somebody invited me to speak at, at his church. And then he told me he doesn't want me to preach or teach on doctrine. But as to teach on anything general, that will bless people. But I didn't understand why I shouldn't preach on doctrine. Because I obviously understood that the person didn't have a thorough understanding about the word doctrine. Because the word doctrine means teaching. It's a message. So faith is a doctrine. We saw that in the scriptures in, in Titus chapter 1 verse 13, where the Bible says that, uh, you know, he talked about uh, being sound in the word, being sound in the word. And he was talking about the word of faith. So he used faith there, referring to faith as a doctrine. Then we look at 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 4. We saw that faith was used there as a doctrine. And Apostle Paul used the word fables. And we say fable is the opposite of, of, you know, sound doctrine. Sound doctrine. Sound doctrine. So it is very, very important. We looked at that and we also saw that faith is also a conduct. Faith is a conduct or an attitude or a fruit of the spirit. Because in Galatians 5.23, Paul said he mentioned faith, love. He mentioned faith alongside love and all that. That means that faith is also a, a, a conduct. In other words, other, another word could be faithfulness. So when the Bible uses faithfulness, he's talking about faith as an attitude or a conduct. So faith is not just a tool. Faith is not just a tool because to most people, that is all they teach about faith. Faith is a tool to get something like grace. They talk about grace is a tool to, you know, grace to, to make it, grace to shine, grace to do that. But grace goes beyond that. Grace goes beyond that because grace is also a dispensation. Grace is a message. Grace is also a person, you know. So we, we have been looking at all this and we also talked about the fact. So number one, we said faith is first of all a person before it becomes anything else. Number two, faith is a ministry. Faith could be seen as a ministry. Number three, faith is also a doctrine. Faith is a doctrine or a message. And then we also said faith is also seen as a conduct. That is what I just said. Then I also we also established the fact that faith could also be seen as our Christian work. Our Christian life in its entirety is called the faith. So faith is also your Christian work. Christianity itself is called the faith praise god because the bible said the apostles were obedient to the faith 
in the book of Acts, he was referring to Christianity or the lifestyle or, you know, the lifestyle of faith that they were living as Christians. Then in Philemon chapter 1 verse 6, Apostle Paul wrote to Philemon, he said that the communication of your faith may be effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Then we said that the word faith there was referring to his Christian life. So he said that you can live your Christian life to be very effective by the acknowledging. The word acknowledge is the word epignosis, which means accurate knowledge. So when you have accurate knowledge of what Jesus has done in you, your Christian life will be effective. So we looked at that and, you know, it has been a blessing. We looked at that and we also talked about the shield of faith. We saw that apostle used the word shield of faith in, in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16. We looked at the meaning of the word shield. We saw that it's from the word thurios. And we said the word thurios means a large shield that is used in a battle. It was a historical word that apostle Paul borrowed. And he used the word thurios because faith is your defensive mechanism. And, you know, he went on to say that above all, above all, take the shield of faith, which means above all, the word above all means give preeminence to what I'm coming to say, because what I'm about to say supersedes all I have said. It's, it goes beyond all I have said. So he talked about the shield of faith. We talked about the shield of faith. Then we also saw that faith is also used for salvation. In other words, there is faith for salvation. We are fit for salvation. You know, you can, before you can be born again, you have to, you know, it is faith that actually makes you, you know, brings you into the, the actual Christian life. It is faith. And we said that the gospel does not demand faith. The gospel supplies faith. We also said that under, in the New Testament and in the Old Testament, there was the demand and the law, you know, those of you who are very familiar with economics, demand and supply demand and supply in the old testament the law demanded faith in the new testament great or in the new testament the, the new testament actually supplies faith it doesn't demand faith from you because faith can only be you know you can have faith when the gospel is preached because in Romans chapter 10 verse 8, the Bible says that the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth, the word of faith which we preach. So the word itself is the message of faith. In other words, inherent or in the word of God is faith itself. So when the word is preached and people believe the word, then their faith is ignited. Then they are coming, they have now come in the faith. So we said that. So faith is what actually, you know, the law demands faith, grace supplies faith. The law demands righteousness under grace. Righteousness is supplied. So that is very key. That is very key for our understanding. That is very, very key for our understanding. So we saw that there is faith for salvation. You receive faith for salvation when you get born again. When you come into, when you hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel actually supplies you faith to believe. And then when you believe in the message, you are saved. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, the Bible says, For you are, by grace are you saved through faith in Christ Jesus. He said, For by grace are you saved. So we are actually saved by grace. 
but that grace is through faith because when the gospel is preached the gospel supplied faith to us the faith there he's talking about is not the faith you have gathered for years like people will say i have to you know you, you have to accumulate faith to be saved no the gospel is what actually supplies faith bless you nanajua bless you for joining me god bless you for watching so it is very 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 important that we pay you know attention to some of these things because they really help us in understanding the subject of faith because faith is a very broad subject but you know it has been taught in different ways it has been taught in different ways so we looked at that on monday then on yesterday we also talked about you know we talked about how the old testament faith was in operation we saw that that there is a difference between the faith in the old testament and the faith in the four gospels the old testament faith is not the same as the new testament faith because there, there, there are two different things altogether. In the Old Testament, we said that their faith was in a promissory note. We said that yesterday. Their faith was in a promissory note. And, and, and for, for better understanding, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 39. If somebody, if somebody can volunteer and put that scripture on the, on the, uh, there for me, I will appreciate it. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 39. The Bible, so, you know, it, it starts from uh, Hebrews chapter 1. He said that faith is the substance of things not, uh, faith is the substance of things not seen, the evidence of, he, now, Hebrews 11.1 1 is not the definition of faith. Like we said yesterday, the Bible is not a dictionary. Hebrews 11.1, 1, he wasn't defining what faith is. He's actually describing what the Old Testament saints operated their faith like. So he, he went in verse 1, then he explains how their faith is. Then in verse 2, he said, for by it, the elders obtained a good report. So obviously he was describing the faith of the Old Testament saint. Then he went on to talk about Cain and Abel. He talked about Abraham. He talked about Moses. He talked about all the giants in the Old Testament. Talk of Samson. Talk of, you know, he said Moses esteemed Christ than the treasures of Egypt. He talked about all that. Then in Hebrews 11.39, he says, thank you. Thank you for sending. Eno, thank you. He said, all these all this all and and this all having obtained a good report through faith received not the promise so their faith couldn't receive the promise in other words what they, 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 they are, I, I, I just love this scripture he said they obtained a good report and that is the report he gave us but he said through faith they received not the promise so their faith was hoping for the promise and what was the promise i will come to that jesus was the promise so their faith was hoping their old testament faith was hoping for the that was more like a promissory note so their faith did not receive the promise that is why i said yesterday that abraham is not your role model Isaac is not your role model. Cain and Abel are not your role model. David is not your role model in faith. David is not your role model in faith. He said, and these all, having obtained a good report. Now, they, they obtained a good report because he already gave us the report by faith. Abraham, when God told him to move from his father's house, 
he went he didn't even know where he was going that was a good report by faith we understand that uh we understand by faith that you know Cain, abel offered a more excellent sacrifice and he became righteous that was a good report but the main thing is that their faith could not obtain the promise and the promise was referring to jesus christ and the bible says that even abraham looked towards that land abraham you know let, let me tell you something as far as the children of israel knew they were looking for something the promised land that they were looking for the promised land that you know they they thought that was where god has destined them actually the actual promise was referring to jesus christ so all these people they had faith in the old testament but their faith was in you know they were hoping for the promise but the bible says clearly that they obtain not the promise bless you collins bless you bless you for joining me yeah 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 so it is very 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 important that we know we appreciate some of these things now hebrews chapter 11 verse 39 is what we just read now let's go to hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 if you can put that up for me i will appreciate it hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 we are talking about the faith in the old testament so you see believers you know taking delight in david they are dancing david's dance they are you know they are I mean, they are all good, but the thing is that David is not your role model. In fact, as wise as Solomon was, his wisdom cannot be compared to the wisdom of Jesus Christ. In fact, Solomon was so wise to the extent that the queen of Sheba heard about Solomon. And when he went to Solomon, when he went to see what they were talking about, when he got there, he said what she heard wasn't even half of what she saw. That means that David, uh, Solomon was so wise in wisdom. He was so rich and all, all that. But in all his wisdom, he said there is nothing new under the sun. Hey, Solomon in all his wisdom, he said there is nothing new under the sun. But when Jesus came, Jesus said, no, there is something new under the sun. And that is the new creation. That is the new creation. I'm not saying that, you know, we don't read the stories of Solomon. We read them. We read them to know what happened, but that is not your focus. Now, I'm not the one saying that. Let's read. Thank you for pulling up the scripture. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. My goodness. My goodness. Bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. Hebrews chapter 12. He said, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about. Now, don't forget that he just finished Hebrews chapter 11. And now he's going to talk about verse 12. So it should obviously tell you that he is continuing a message from uh, chapter 11 because he's addressing faith. Praise God. And that's why the Bible was not written in chapters and verses. The Bible was written in, it was just written in paragraphs. They, you didn't know where to put this, but for translation purposes and for better understanding, they divided it in chapters and verses. That is why reading context is very important. Because if you just read the verse, you, you will miss what the Now, Hebrews 11, 12, verse 1. He said, Wherefore, can somebody pull up amplified version for me? I'm going to read this one. He said, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us let's go to the next verse okay let us run with patience the read that is set before us looking unto jesus looking unto jesus 
now somebody pull up amplified version he said looking unto jesus the author and the finisher of or i told you yesterday that the word hour in the original greek is not there so there is the author and the finisher of faith so the author and the finisher of faith is jesus christ in other words the word author and the finisher it means a to z so the a to z of our faith is jesus now the hebrew people had their own alphabet the greek also had their own alphabet in the greek alpha is the first letter what we have in english language as a that is in the greek alpha and what we have in english uh, english language as z that is what the greek have as omega so jesus is the author and the finisher the hebrew will say he is the aleph that is the first letter in the hebrew alphabet you know so it is very key now amplified version this will bless you this will bless you now i need i need the verse 2 to that to the amplified if you can pull up verse 2 for me he said let us run with endurance the race that is set before us then the next verse i want to read something from the next verse the amplified i love it you know it is actually amplifying the thing it is going to amplify the scripture for us so hebrews chapter 11 was describing the fate of the old testament saint he was describing the fate of the old testament saint he was describing the fate now in verse chapter 12 he's telling you that look unto jesus in other words don't look at abraham i just talked about the fate of abraham i talked about the fate of moses but don't look unto them because they are not your standard jesus is your standard so he said looking unto jesus now okay awesome now I'm having uh, two trans... Uh, God bless you guys for volunteering. Bless you. So one will do King James, one will do Amplified. All right. Now let's read uh, verse, verse 2. He said, looking away. I love that one. Looking away from all that will distract. He's referring to the, those he mentioned in chapter 11. So look unto... King James said, look unto Jesus. Amplified actually said, look away. So look away from Moses, Moses' faith. Look away from Abraham's faith. He said, looking away unto all them that will distract you. Then what? Look away from all that will distract you. Then he said, look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher. Or he said, the author and the perfecter of faith. That is why I told you the word hour there is not in the original rendition. It's the author. He said the first incentive of our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity. Oh my goodness. Who for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross, disregarding the shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity his authority and the completion of his work praise god this is good so that is the hebrew that i mean that is the old testament faith their faith was hoping they were hoping they were hoping to get there that is why you know uh joshua joshua was the one that sent the people to the promised land joshua was the one that sent the people to the promised land now the word joshua is the hebrew word for jesus is the word Yeshua. The word Joshua is the Hebrew word Yeshua, which means Jesus. So it is only Jesus that gives us rest. 
in fact even what joshua did the bible does not call it rest even though joshua sent them to the promised land when you read the book of romans he said if joshua had given them rest there would not have been another rest so joshua was a type of christ he was a type of christ to send them to the promised land so jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith praise god i hope this is blessing somebody yeah so it is very very important that is the old testament faith that is what we talked about yesterday and very very key we said that uh the faith of the old testament was in a promissory note they were hoping to see in fact first peter chapter 1 verse 9 help us bless you ida hi how are you doing bless you bless you good to see you god bless you for watching yeah so it is very 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 key is very 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 key very 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 key now let me go to my message today let me go to my message today so we looked at the old testament faith the old testament faith we have looked at that so that is a settled case that is a settled case you don't you know and then one of the excesses that is going on that they will tell you that because you don't have faith that is why, why things are not going on well in your life because you don't have this because you don't have this in the new testament you don't have to try to have you already have it the new testament is a receiving testament we receive okay bless you for putting that scripture up in uh, hebrews chapter uh what was the scripture uh romans what okay it's hebrews 4 8 he said uh, this mention of arrest was not a reference to their entering into canaan for if joshua had given them rest he god will not speak afterward about another day praise god so joshua didn't even give them rest even though he sent them to the promised land but that was not the actual rest because true rest is in christ true rest is in christ praise god praise god so the, 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 that that is that for old testament faith old testament faith they are not the same because there are different dispensations altogether there are different dispensations altogether now back to my message today back to my message today you know back to my message today we are looking at uh, the, the, uh, the 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 faith in the four gospels faith in the four gospels that's what we want to look at right now faith in the four gospels now like like i said earlier like i said earlier they are not the same you, you we are going to look at faith in the four gospels how the operations of their faith was because when jesus came jesus was still operating under the law how did i know galatians chapter 4 verse 1 2 3 4 5 the bible said that for in the fullness of time god sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law to to redeem them that were under the law so jesus himself was under the law jesus was under the law so the four gospels matthew mark luke and john are extensions or upgraded versions of the old testament because they were still operating under the old testament the four gospels are upgraded versions or extensions of the old testament the four gospels are the journalistic account of jesus christ or the eyewitness account of jesus so 
that is very very key we have to understand we have to settle that that you know there are some up to now there are believers who still don't believe or they still don't when when you teach about the four gospels they still don't believe because they see in their bible new testament starts in matthew so whether you say oh uh, four gospel matthew mark luke and john is old testament they still don't believe it because they see new testament in their bible but i like what one man of god said i love it he said don't let you know you know that before you get to matthew there is a blank page oh my goodness i love this you know before you get to matthew from malachi to matthew there is a blank page do you know how many years it took from malachi to matthew do you know how many years he said don't let a blank page distort your revelation because a blank page can distort revelation don't let blank page from malachi to matthew before you get to matthew there is a blank page there nothing is there it took so many years to get there hallelujah so it is very very you know important that we talk about this we talk about some of this very 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 key very key very key to our understanding now faith in the four gospels we already settled faith in the Old Testament, faith in the four gospels. Now, the word faith was was used. <clears throat> okay, thank you, thank you. Now you guys are bombarding me with scriptures now. <laughs> I love that. Now, the word faith was first of all used in the four gospels. Now, before I even say that, we have to understand the four gospels. Who wh 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 who were the audience? Wh wh why were they even written? Now, Matthew wrote about the kingship of jesus christ matthew the book of matthew represented the kingship or the messiahship of jesus because matthew portrayed jesus as king that is why jesus is referred to as the son of david because jesus came from the lineage of david so matthew always portrayed jesus as king so his book reveals the kingship of jesus like i said last month the four living creatures in heaven in the book of revelations were a type of the four gospels no were the type of the four gospels so i don't want to go into that were a type of the four gospels so matthew wrote about the messiahship of jesus now mark wrote about the servanthood of jesus that is why in the book of Mark, you in the book of mark you find the word immediately so many times so many times because a servant does things immediately so you if you like if you go start reading from mark chapter 1 verse 1 downwards you see how many immediately immediately jesus did that immediately so he portrayed jesus as a servant because a servant has to be quick when a master issues a command a servant so he portrayed the servant of jesus christ that is the book of mark now the book of luke represented jesus as the son of man because jesus is god who became a man to save man so the book of luke actually portrays jesus as the son of man and the book of john portrays jesus the divinity of jesus christ in other words the book of john talks about the the, the jesus as the son of god referring to jesus as god praise god so matthew talks about the kingship of jesus mark 
talks about the servanthood of Jesus. Luke talks about, you know, the humanity of Jesus. And then in the book of John, he talks about the deity of Jesus. Then he said, in the beginning was the word. John chapter 1 verse 1. And the word was with God and the word was God. So he was portraying Jesus as God. That is a, a background of the four books. So they were written, you know, to portray Jesus. I mean, to to reveal the, the four dimensions of Jesus Christ. In the same way, the four living creatures in heaven, you know, portray that. The four living creatures of heaven portray that. But I don't want to go into that. Now, let me talk about faith in the Gospels. Now, the word faith was first used in the Gospels in Matthew chapter 8, verse 10. If you can pull up Matthew 8, 10. I'm, I'm preaching with you guys today. But you guys are bombarding me with a lot of scriptures. So wait, let me say the scripture. Then one of you can do uh, King James. Then another can do Amplified. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that is very, very key. So the word faith was first of all mentioned in Matthew chapter 8 verse 10. Matthew 8, 10. Let's do that. Matthew chapter 8 verse 10. Faith in the four gospels. Matthew 8, 10. Jesus mentioned faith in the four Gospels, Matthew chapter 8, verse 10. <clears throat> Pull it up. Now, Jesus, no, I want you to get the difference between faith in... Okay, let's have the scripture now. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I said to you, I have not found... I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. Now, that was the first mention of the word faith in the, in the Gospels. Jesus mentioned great faith, great faith, great faith. And, you know, I mean, gone were the days, I used to think that, hey, great, but I'll come to that. Great faith, little faith, we'll come to that. But let's understand faith in the four Gospels. Now, before you, you get here, when you read from john uh, matthew chapter 8 verse 1 now this woman came to jesus christ for jesus to speak healing to speak healing because uh, there was healing that was needed healing was needed at that instance so she came to for jesus and you know when she came the reason why jesus called her faith great faith is because the 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 the, the, the uh, he he actually he sorry <clears throat> When, 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 can you, let me, let me go back a little bit for better understanding. Can you go to uh, verse, maybe verse 7? Can you pull from verse 7 to verse 10 for me? Because when this person came to Jesus, she was expecting to receive healing. And then she told Jesus that Jesus, you just have to speak the word. So she telling Jesus to speak the word is what made Jesus describe her faith as great faith. Now, the question is, what was the woman demanding from Jesus? Somebody answer me. Why did she come to Jesus? She came to Jesus for healing. So her faith was for healing. That is the faith. You need to understand it. Her faith, the reason why she came was for Jesus to heal. For, was for Jesus to heal. Thank you. Now, now, thank you very much. Jesus said to her, I will come and heal him, which means that the daughter, the, the son was sick. But the centurion replied to him, Lord, I am, I am not ready to come to you under your, under your, under, uh, you are not ready to come under my roof, but only say the word, say the word, only say the word. All you need to do is to say the word, say the word. 
only say the word and my servant will be healed so the reason why uh, this uh, centurion came to jesus was for healing so her faith that jesus described as great faith was faith for healing that is number one faith for healing so the centurion's faith was to receive healing from jesus he believed jesus uh, uh, would heal his servant by the word and so jesus described her faith as great faith that is number one number two matthew 9 27 to 30. now this one one person pull up that scripture one person pull up this scripture then another person do matthew 15 22 to 28 matthew 9 27 to 30 let's do it oh my goodness i love jesus now the the the, the key thing is that she came to jesus to receive healing for the servant so the faith was for healing that is number one we are talking about faith in the four gospels faith in the four gospels so number one she came for jesus to heal her the servant because she needed healing number two matthew chapter 9 verse 27 matthew 9 27 to 30 this was another instance where jesus christ had to pray or minister for somebody who also jesus described the subject of faith there jesus talked about faith here good thank you now jesus went on from there two blind men followed him screaming loudly have mercy and compassion on us and verse 28 when he went into the house the blind men came up to him and jesus said to them do you believe with a deep abiding trust that i am no 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 wait do you believe with a deep abiding trust that i am able to uh i have the ability to heal so number one they came for healing they came for healing so jesus was asking them now when he said do you believe that i have the abiding trust he's talking about faith do you believe or do you do you guys believe that i have the power to heal you that was that was healing then he touched they said to him yes lord then he touched their eyes saying according to your faith your trust and confidence in my power and my ability to heal it be done to you and their eyes were open and jesus sternly warned them see that no one knows this so number two these people also came for jesus came to jesus christ for healing they came to jesus for healing they came to jesus for healing they came to jesus for healing we are looking at the faith in the four gospels number three matthew chapter 22 read verse 28 now i just need one one person to put up this scripture and then another person do mark chapter 5 verse verse 34 so matthew 15 22 matthew 15 22 i'm just doing this for a reason because you know I, I, I want it to be very obvious i don't want it to be like i'm just saying what i know because i want i want us to see from the scriptures you know i want us to see from the scriptures so matthew chapter 15 verse 28 matthew chapter 15 verse 28 now this one was another instance this was also another instance where there had to be healing now I just want to summarize everything that I'm saying. I may not be able to read all the scriptures. But let's read this scripture. Good. Bless you. Matthew chapter 15 verse 22. <clears throat> okay. Then 
put on 28 for me let me read 22 he said the canaanite woman from the district came out and began to cry out urgently saying have mercy on me O lord son of david my daughter is sick now jesus answered her woman your faith that is he's describing faith now so your personal trust and confidence in my power is great so he's referring to great faith so he said great is your faith it will be done for you as you wish and her daughter was healed from that moment now that th that is okay now it is obvious that all the instances that are, we have read i don't want to go on because mark 5 25 to 34 talks about that but i'm not going to read that luke chapter 5 verse 17 when jesus saw her faith all of them came to jesus for healing all of them came to jesus christ for healing and they had faith in the healing ministry of jesus so in the four gospels faith was for healing the faith people had in the four gospels was to receive healing from jesus that is very key there is only one instance in luke chapter 8 verse 20 23 to 25 when the, they had faith for when jesus described he was talking about faith for deliverance from the storm that was when they were in the in the boat and there was a great storm and jesus christ talked about faith that where is your faith he was referring to faith for deliverance from the storm but apart from this scripture all other scriptures in the gospel that talks about faith what talks about faith for healing in jesus christ so they had faith in jesus for healing their faith was for healing that is very key their faith was for healing show me any scripture in the bible in the four gospels where the bible talked about faith they needed healing from the ministry of jesus christ so in other words what that means and you know in acts chapter 10 verse 38 apostle uh, peter you know summarized the entire message of the four gospels at 10 38 king james version at 10 38 i want king james at chapter 10 verse 38 let's put it up at 10 38 peter summarized the entire gospel message the message from matthew mark luke and john in at 10 38 and we have seen that when people came to jesus they came to jesus for healing their faith was for healing their faith was for healing now i'm going i'm going to say something very soon after this so people got healed in the four gospels based on their faith in jesus christ for healing for healing now can you please put at chapter 10 verse 38 for me at 10 38 at chapter 10 verse 38 god bless you at 10 38 <clears throat> so people got healed based on the faith in the healing ministry of jesus bless you king james now peter is summarizing the entire message of the four gospels because in the book of art they, they are transitioning from the four gospels that was after the resurrection and the ascension of jesus now he said how god anointed he uses the word anointed which means past tense he was referring to the era of the four gospels how god anointed jesus of nazareth with the holy ghost and with power and he went about doing good and what healing 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 all that were oppressed of the devil for god was with him so he summarized the entire message of the four gospels jesus was healing 
that is why when the people came to him their faith was for healing because that was the, the what jesus christ did he healed all those that were sick for god was with him god had anointed him now what i want to talk about here is very key is a question is faith for salvation the same as faith for healing is faith for salvation now in the four gospels all those that we mentioned they came to jesus for healing they were healed but the bible never said they were saved it is very key they were healed all right but they didn't have faith in christ for salvation they had faith for healing they drew from the healing ministry of jesus but they didn't have a, a everlasting life that means that somebody can have faith for healing and still reject the gospel of jesus because it is the gospel of jesus that brings a man into salvation so faith in christ is different from what they were portraying in the book of the gospels because in the gospel they had faith for healing they received from the healing ministry of jesus but none of them was saved none of them had eternal life bless you brother jamon bless you bless you good to see you god bless you so none of them was saved in the four gospels they had faith to receive from the healing ministry but that faith was not faith for salvation that faith was not faith for salvation that faith was not fit for salvation they came to jesus for healing but they didn't have eternal life that means that in the four gospels the faith in the four gospels was faith for things let me say that again the faith in the four gospels was faith for things what i mean by things is healing and miracles that is the summary of faith in the four gospels their faith was to receive healing and see miracles from the ministry of jesus but they didn't have faith in christ for salvation they didn't have faith in christ for salvation because the reason is that now what they had their faith was not for salvation because nobody could be saved before jesus went to the cross nobody could be saved before jesus went to the cross because people had to be saved after the death the burial and the resurrection of jesus because it's out of the resurrection that we were all born out from so their faith was for miracles their faith was to receive things in the four gospels but they didn't have faith for eternal life so is faith for salvation the same as faith for healing now let me give you this illustration somebody can have faith if the person is sick for healing somebody can have faith for healing and they, they by virtue of the faith they have they can be healed but they could reject the gospel of jesus christ which brings salvation to them so there are two different things the fact that somebody has been healed doesn't mean the person is saved because salvation is not healing salvation is not healing us in healing from sickness salvation is to be freedom from sin so these people were healed from sickness but they were not free from sin praise god so faith in the four gospels was faith for things things miracles healings that was the operation of the faith because nobody could be saved by then nobody in fact all those that we read none of them came to jesus that jesus i mean i jesus said great is your faith what do you want me to do for you and then they talked about eternal life all was talking about healing all was talking about healing all was talking about healing now let me show you what faith in christ jesus means there is difference between having faith for healing 
and having faith in Christ Jesus. They are two different things. Now, John chapter 1, verse 12. John chapter 1. If I John 1, verse 6 first, let's put it up. King James. John chapter 1, verse 6. Now, John's message was, uh, was, was for the people to, you know, believe in Jesus Christ. When John was preaching, his message, John the Baptist actually, his message was for people to believe in Jesus. His message was for people to believe in Jesus for salvation, not for healing. Now, let me, let me prove that. John chapter 1 verse 6. Can you please help me with that scripture? John 1 verse 6. John 1. So this faith in Christ is different from, I mean, uh, it's different from believing in Jesus for healing. Faith in Christ is different from believing in Jesus. It is one thing to believe Jesus as a healer. It is another thing to believe Jesus for salvation. They are two different things. So there is somebody who is sick. The person can have faith for healing. The person can be healed and still hear the gospel and reject the gospel. Because it is out of the gospel that we have salvation. No, if I come to you and I preach healing to you, I'm not preaching salvation from sin to you. I'm preaching healing to be healed from bodily sicknesses and diseases. But that is not salvation message I'm praying. Because salvation, you know, for a man to be saved, his sins has to be forgiven. He has to receive the gospel and believe. Can you please put up the scripture for me? John chapter 1 verse 6. So Jesus as the healer, that was the operation of the four gospels. They believe in Jesus for healing, the healing ministry of Jesus. But they didn't have everlasting life. They didn't have eternal life. They didn't have everlasting life. John chapter 1 verse 6. Okay. The Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Then he said he was in the beginning with God. Then he said all things were made through him. And without him nothing was made that was made. Then he said in him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness. And the darkness cannot comprehend. Now verse 6. I'm reading my own thing now. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. Now he said he was not the true light, but he came to bear witness to the light that through him all men might believe. That is where I, I want verse 6, John chapter 1 verse 6. That through him all men might believe. That means that the message of John the Baptist was for people to believe in Jesus for salvation. He didn't say that they would believe in him for healing. He said they will believe for salvation. Praise God. Now, when you read, now I just read John chapter 1 verse, John chapter 1 from 1 to 6. Now, verse 12, he said, For as many as believed him, to them he gave the, the, the power to become the children of God. He gave the power to become the children of God. Now, when he made this statement, Nobody had received salvation by then when he made this statement. What he meant, the word power there is the word azusia. The word power there, as many as believed him, to them he gave power. The word power is azusia, which means that Jesus gave them that authority in a promissory note. So when you believe, they were believing, their believing was in a promissory note because they could only get saved after the resurrection of Jesus. They could only get saved after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So he said, for as many as believed him, 
as many as believed him to them he gave the right or the privilege the word power azusia means right or privilege so the right or privilege was given to them in a promissory note because the only way man could be saved is after the resurrection of jesus christ thank you evangelist tracy for joining me god bless you for joining me god bless you so it is very very clear from john chapter 1 verse 12 that what the bible was talking about was a promissory note as many as believe him in the gospels to them he gave them the right to be children of god after his resurrection so nobody could be uh, be in salvation when jesus christ had not yet resurrected from the dead so that is key faith for healing is different from faith in christ the gospels for gospel matthew mark luke and john they had faith for healing none the scriptures we all read you can read all the accounts when people came to jesus they came for healing and so when jesus was talking about great is your faith now let me talk about that one now when jesus talked about great faith and he talked about little faith and he talked about uh, if you have faith like a master seed now he talked about great faith in matthew chapter 8 verse 5 to 13. he talked about little faith in matthew 14 31. now when jesus said little faith he was not he was not addressing you know the degree of their faith he was literally he was talking about total unbelief so he said you men of little faith he was talking about the fact that there is total unbelief he wasn't referring to a degree of their faith he was rather referring to lack of understanding or lack of you know i, I, I mean getting to understand what was going on by then so they had absolutely no faith at all when jesus christ talked about little faith then i also explained earlier that great faith that jesus mentioned was describing how because the woman told jesus that don't even come to my house speak the word because she says speak the word and then my servant will get healed jesus described that as great faith so he wasn't actually referring to degree of their faith so it is very very important that we understand that there was no faith for salvation but there was faith for healing and for miracles in the four gospels no nobody came to jesus christ for for them to be saved to receive eternal life or for them to you know they came to jesus and then jesus prayed for them and and then they had eternal life all the people that came to jesus he prayed and ministered healing to them because they believed in the healing ministry of jesus so therefore a man can receive healing and still pay deaf ears to the gospel because the message of the gospel is not when i preach healing to somebody when i preach healing to somebody the person may believe and be healed all right but the question is has the person believed in jesus christ has the person believed in jesus christ now this leads to the final thing i want to talk about today faith in christ jesus how does a man have faith in christ how does a man have faith in christ now to be saved means to have faith in christ jesus now the word christ is the the greek word christos and the word christos means the anointed one in his anointing the word christ means uh christos and that is the anointed one and his anointing now jesus is described as the christ because he is the he, he was god who became a man now jesus didn't need anointing because he himself is the anointing like at 10 he said that god anointed jesus 
he anointed him not because he needed anointing he anointed him because jesus has become a man god has become a man on earth so he was anointed but he himself is the anointing so christos is the anointed one and his anointing now how does a man get saved how does a man have faith in christ which is different from what the four gospels had john chapter 20 verse 31 john chapter 20 verse 31 will help us john 20 31 says whosoever believes now that jesus is the christ jesus is the christ now can you can you pull up that scripture for me john 20 31 whosoever that jesus the christ, now is something you don't believe jesus christ to be saved i know this may be a little shocking but hold on you don't believe jesus christ to be saved you believe that jesus is the christ to be saved there are two different things and i'm going to explain shortly if you can please put that scripture out for me he said you believe that jesus is the christ jesus is the christ you believe that jesus is the christ there are two things now when you meet an unbeliever somebody who doesn't believe in god ask them oh do you believe jesus christ they will tell you oh yeah i believe jesus christ i believe you know he's a prophet i believe jesus christ every now people who people who have rejected christ people who are not even christians believe jesus christ now thank you john 20 31 he said but these things are written that ye might believe that jesus is the christ he didn't say that you may believe jesus christ you so you you are saved by believing that jesus is the christ that is very key you are saved by believing that jesus is the christ so these things are written that you might believe that jesus is the christ the son of god and that by believing you might have life through his name that is very key so that is how a man is saved a man comes in christ by believing that jesus is the christ everybody believes jesus christ if you meet a muslim he will tell you i believe jesus christ in fact the bible says that demons even believe and tremble in james demons believe jesus christ satan himself he believed jesus christ he believed that jesus christ is there it doesn't make him saved but what makes you safe is believing that jesus is the christ now what that means is that the, that, that's why i explained already that the christ is the anointed one and his anointing when you believe that jesus is the christ it means because he only became the anointed one when he became a man to die for us so believing that jesus is the christ is that you have believed that god actually became a man to die for us that is believing that jesus is the christ now let me go another further let me prove for you first john 5 1 maybe when i use uh, john 20 31 it may sound like oh that is the let's read first john 5 1 can you pull it up for me please first john 5 1 so you don't believe jesus christ everybody believe jesus christ the atheist they will tell you oh i believe jesus christ you believe that jesus is the christ jesus is the christ so it is very very key jesus is the christ john 20 31 and first john 5 1 can you please help me with that scripture first john 5 1 first john 5 1 
I believe that Jesus is the Christ. That is why we have faith in Christ. Faith in Christ. You know, faith in Christ is different from the faith in the four Gospels. Because faith in Christ is faith for salvation. Faith in Christ is faith for everlasting life. Faith in Christ is faith for eternal life. So when I believe that Jesus is the Christ, I have, I have exercised that faith in Christ Jesus. Oh my goodness, I love Jesus. I love the scripture so much. He said, whosoever believes, this is different from John 20, 31. Whosoever believe that Jesus is what? Is Jesus Christ. He said, whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ. Oh my goodness. Jesus is the Christ, is born of God. And everyone that loves him, that beget, uh, that beget loves him also, that is begotten of him. So you believe that Jesus is the Christ. We believe Jesus is the Christ. That is faith for salvation. He said, whosoever believe that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. The word born of God means born again. Born again. Is born again. So you, you believe in Jesus as the Christ. And the key word is the Christ. The anointed one and his anointing. So you, I mean, I, I, I used to work with people, you know, people have reported me several times where I used to work that, you know, um, they, they reported me because I was sharing Jesus with them. And, and the funny thing is that I asked one guy, do you believe in Jesus Christ? He's an atheist. And he said, yeah, I believe in Jesus Christ. But I mean, I have my own reasons. I don't believe that he started giving me reasons that Jesus is a prophet and you know a whole lot of things now this person believes in jesus christ but he's not saved he doesn't have understanding of what he's saying but whosoever believe that jesus is the christ to believe that jesus is the christ is born of god who believe that jesus is the christ that is faith in christ that is faith in christ so it is very 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 important so the summary of all what I'm saying today is that the faith in the four Gospels was, for, was faith for thin. So the faith in the four Gospels was for faith, was faith for healing, was faith for healing, was faith for healing. The faith in the four Gospels was faith for healing. But they didn't have faith in Christ Jesus in the four Gospels. They didn't have faith in Christ. They have faith for Jesus for healing to draw healing from jesus christ but they didn't have faith for salvation in the four gospels because the four gospels are extensions of the old testament they are extensions of the old testament their eyewitness account about jesus's ministry so that is very 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 important so we settled we settled that already we settled the faith in the old testament we settled faith in the four gospels tomorrow God willing, we will look at faith in the epistles. We look at faith in the epistles because all these books are, are you know, they have different, you know, different uh, contextual way of, you know, the writers wrote them in, in, in context. And then, so we cannot just apply, you know, faith. We, we cannot just misapply, like reading, reading something from the Old Testament and then, for example, somebody came to Jesus in the four Gospels and he said, what must I do to have eternal life? And Jesus said to the person, go and sell all your properties to the poor and come and follow me. If I, he came to Jesus and said, what must I do to follow you? And Jesus said, go and sell all your properties and come and follow me. 
Now, you cannot take that word of Jesus that go and sell all your properties and come and follow me and use that to build a doctrine that when anybody wants to follow Jesus, they have to sell their properties to the poor. Because Jesus was dealing with them based on the law. Because Jesus was operating under the law. Jesus was operating under the law. But today, because we have faith in Christ, when somebody comes to me that how do I follow Jesus? All I say is that you have to believe that Jesus is the Christ. You have to believe that Jesus is the Christ. You have to, you have to accept him as your Lord and Savior. That is how you follow him. That is how you become his disciple. So the four Gospels were not written to us. Let me say that. The four Gospels were not written to us. They were written for us. They are two different things. Two and four. They are different. It may seem so simple, but there is a big difference. The Gospels were written for our learning, but they were not written to us. The Gospels were not written to us. Because they were written to the Jews. But they were written for us. Meaning that they were written for our learning. Which means that there is something that could be learned from the four Gospels. We learn from them. But they are not books that were written to the church. Now, the epistles were written to us. Because Paul and all those people, they wrote to the church. Now, how did I know? Galatians chapter 1 verse 1. Help me with this scripture finally. The Gospels were written for us, but the Epistles were written to us. The Gospels were written for our learning, but the Epistles are written to us. What it means is that the Epistles are our family album. The Epistles are, are, is the X-ray of our, 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 you know, when we look at the Epistles, we see ourselves because they were written to us, but the Gospels were written for our learning. So, the, none of the, you know, we don't build. How many times Paul never quoted Jesus, Jesus' words in his books? He quoted Jesus once when he was talking about communion. He quoted Jesus once when Jesus sat at the table in Matthew 26, 28. And Paul talked about that in 1 Corinthians, that when Jesus took the cup, he blessed it. He never quoted Jesus. Why? Because he knew the audience of Jesus. Because he never mentioned Jesus' teaching in his, in his books. Not to say that the teachings of Jesus were wrong, but they knew that they were not uh, to them. They were for their learning. But he quoted more from, the, you know, from Genesis to Malachi. He quoted severally. Why? Because that is where the New Testament was actually drawn from. The New Testament was drawn from the Old Testament because the Old Testament were types and shadows of Jesus Christ. Now, can you please help me finally, if you are still there, can you help me with Galatians chapter 1 verse 1? Then I'm done. Galatians 1 1. I'm still talking about the Gospels were written for us, but the epistles were written to us. You know, when you talk like this, somebody will say, oh, are you saying the Bible is Bible? Are you saying we should learn? No, no, that's not what I said. I said that they were written for us. In fact, the book of Romans says that all scripture was written for our learning. They were written for our learning. That we through comfort and patience. You know, they were written for our learning. They are two different things. But the epistles were specifically addressed to the church. To the church. To the church. Galatians chapter 1 verse 1. Are you there? Praise God. Galatians 1.1. 1, 1. 
yes so it's very very important that we understand that the four gospels yes galatians 1 1 we understand that the four gospels were written for our learning so the faith and all the things that happens there were written to give us you know a clue about the ministry of jesus that is why i said that the miracles of jesus does not grow you as a believer the miracles jesus did gives you a testimony of his miracles for you to grow is your knowledge about salvation and what jesus has done for you and your understanding of it that grows you so the miracles of jesus does not grow you you can know all the miracles jesus did you can you can quote them verbatim but that is not where your growth is okay good is there paul an apostle not of men neither by man but by jesus christ verse 2 in fact if you can put down from chapter uh, verse 1 to maybe verse 5 for me because i want to show you something galatians chapter 1 so it is very very key we want to know <clears throat> that's right bless you bless you evangelist he says paul this is teamwork right <laughs> he said paul an apostle not of men neither by man but by jesus christ and the god the father who raised him from the dead now i hope we we all know that apostle paul was not part of the the 12 disciples of jesus christ in other words he wasn't part of the 12 apostles of the lamb he came later on he came later on but he said he wasn't of men neither by he said an apostle i'm apostle not of men neither by man but by jesus christ in other words i i didn't even know all the accounts thing i didn't have an eyewitness account of all what was going on but apostle peter had to learn from paul apostle peter had to acknowledge the writings of paul for time's sake i may not be able to read that scripture in second peter chapter 3 verse 16 he said that the writings of paul he wrote about salvation and they are hard for some people to believe he testified about the ministry of paul but there is a the, 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 i wanted to show you something all right okay thank you i have it now thank you now listen is that paul an apostle not from men nor through man but 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 through jesus christ but through jesus christ and god the father who raised him from the dead now verse 2 is what i'm saying and all the brethren who are with me now verse 3 to the churches of galatia now the book of galatia the book of galatians is one of the epistles and now he's saying that to the churches of galatia which means the epistle were written the epistles were written to the church so i was just bringing this scripture to you know explain why i said the gospels were written for us but the epistles were written to us he said to the churches of galatia we are also part of the church today we have the church so all those books were written to us the only exception are few issues that paul addressed in the epistles that were not specific he was specifically addressing certain issues in a particular church like women you know covering their hair and you know women not preaching and women being silent in the church that was not a custom he made generally to the whole church but he was specifically you know addressing based on the tradition of the people so the epistles were written to us 
so tomorrow we are going to talk about that as well we'll talk about faith we'll keep looking at faith we'll keep looking at faith in the epistles we'll look at faith in the epistles and then we will we will finish everything on friday we'll finish everything on friday so uh god bless you god bless you god bless you god bless you uh evangelist tracy bless you for staying with us bless you and then robert eno everybody including all those who will be watching later god bless you god bless you all for joining i'll end here today and then i'll, I'll continue tomorrow the messages are on anchor anchor is just an app you download for free and then you don't you don't pay anything you just download the app and then you just search for my name and then you get all the messages just listen to them listen to them because i believe so strongly you know these are messages that i believe that you know they will they will help us in understanding some of these things they will help us in understanding some of these things so you can watch them on facebook maybe if data you can just download the anchor app and just listen that is audio you can just listen to all of them the lord bless you i pray finally for everybody watching i pray for the grace of god i pray for the power of god i pray for the spirit of god to be with you wherever you are i declare life upon you i declare that god will empower you in everything that you are doing even in these times may god keep you i pray for protection i pray for preservation i pray for the grace i i pray for god's power to rest mightily upon you you're going out and you're coming in i declare it is well with you no weapon formed against you shall prosper the bible says, for they shall come in in one way but they shall flee in seven ways i decree over your life in the name of jesus it is well with you it is well with you your best days are ahead of you i declare by the power of the holy ghost that you are blessed beyond measure you are blessed beyond measure in jesus name i decree clarity i decree understanding i decree the flood of knowledge of the christ of the of the message of the gospel of jesus christ rest upon you and above all i pray that it is well with you it is well with you in jesus name amen god bless you for joining god bless you for joining i'm ending here i will see you guys tomorrow and thank you for